Welcome back to your Daily Dose, I'm Nick. On this episode, Bob and I discuss getting back on a bicycle, metaphorically. In this case, it's Bob getting back to creating art on sidewalks with chalk. He had some time off from it, so when he returned, he didn't feel as skilled as he once did. Do you have anything like that? I've got a couple of things, as you'll hear in a second. Enjoy. I stepped back into the street painting recently, and I was disappointed with, with what I came up with and the time uh-huh. I came up with. It was just high expectations of me. Yeah. I still won one of the three prizes that they gave away at the festival, which it sounds like I'm just now carping on myself. But when you create stuff... You get to make judgment on that stuff. You get to decide whether or not you like it or whether it it meets your standard. I don't ever want people to think I'm just bashing myself or that I think so highly of my skills that I would over-criticize a decent piece. It's just some things that I create, I go, oh, that's it. And others I go, well, all right, it was a decent effort. You know, you have stuff like that? Yeah. Mostly writing? Mostly writing, but some of the, um... oh, I was thinking about painting walls. Oh, yeah. Recently in the house. I suck at that. And not just painting the walls one color, but doing like the tape and doing a pattern. And oh, yeah. Maybe something on the wall or something along those lines. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Why would I do that? Then I have to look at it all the time. Right? Like, and all then you'll see is the flaws. It's permanent. But yeah. I'm like, then just finish the rest of the paint. Just paint it over. Yeah. You know, there's nothing to it in terms of like the investment. Yeah. Um, have so, you ever sponged? Sponge to wall? No. It's super easy yeah. and it's kind of interesting, right? Yeah. It's like you get these big natural sponges and you apply a little paint. You Do I have to go sp- diving for them first? Because I am a Greek. <laughs> so if I need to go sponge diving first, you, that adds an element to it. When you're going for the cross at Easter, go for a sponge as yep. well. As okay, great. So yes, you get, they're that kind of sponge though, that you know, yeah. natural sponge. And then you paint the wall one color and then usually the sponge texture is either just slightly lighter or slightly darker than that exact same color. Just yeah. a smidge, a shade. And you're just dabbing it until you get a consistent pattern on the wall. And it creates a, something that's more interesting than just a plain color. I don't, it's just a thought. But you're, since you're like, I'm not even going to do tape lines. Forget <laughs> it. That's, the sponge is going to be out. I, I can't paint a wall. I'm sorry. I, it, it sounds ridiculous. I could paint a picture of you that actually looks like you. Yeah. But to be able to keep my paint within the confines of the lines of the wall, I get it on the ceiling. I get yeah. it on the floor. Yeah, yeah. I get it on everything around the wall. Edges I, are terrible. Yeah. yeah. Floors Patty's are terrible. great at it, though. She's, she's got more patience with it than I do. I, I just want to get it done because I don't find it fun. Although, I have six cans of spray paint in my garage right now. Leftovers from when I spray painted some masks for Shepherd's Hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the story on that, by the way, real quickly is they were going to do a ribbon cutting. And I said, let's not do another ribbon cutting because it was so cliche. And we ended up painting a bunch of surgical masks, rainbow colors, and then tying them together to make the ribbon and then cutting that instead, which was which was great, but also like 100 times the work of just putting a ribbon out there yeah. to cut. <laughs> um, but, but I got these beautiful colors, these spray paint colors. And all I could think of while I'm spray painting these masks is what am I going to do with this leftover paint? I've got some cardboard and I've got some stuff and we'll see. I'll see what I can create. A little graffiti action. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have the control as much, you know, I, Oh, then do like your, take your inner basket and uh, just do some (laughs) random stuff on there. I saw something recently and it kind of, it hurt my heart, but then it inspired me at the same time. Yeah. It was a typewriter 
that uh, I would imagine didn't work. So there's a there are some things you can do to restore a typewriter, but when the keys are faded and like there's a lot of internal stuff that needs to be done and there's rust that needs to be uh, fixed on it, like at some point it's just not necessarily yeah. worth it. So it looked like a typewriter like that. But what they did was they spray painted the entire thing, the platen, the thing that rolls and the keys and everything, solid green, a nice light green. I'll show you the picture of it. Yeah. And I was like, that's not a bad idea. Like a brightly colored typewriter could be really in the right setting, could be really jarring in a way, like really get attention getting. It, it took away all the functionality and went just for the aesthetic, yeah. right? That this shape says typewriter yep. and now it's all green. I love that idea. I think yeah. that's very cool because that makes it into a sculpture, you know? That's yeah, it. effectively. But light green, that's interesting. Yeah, it was a really neat color. You, if you hear me talk about it, like light green and you imagine it, you're like, ugh. I picture like a mint, mint green kind of. Yeah, a, it was a know, little more minty. A cool, a cool green. Yeah. But the house that my sister rented in in Sarasota had a motif that was aqua, yeah. which it's kind of cliche for the beach because there's a lot of aqua motif right sure. near the beach. But they had this uh, like retro microwave that, I mean, it's really like there is a retro microwave, but they designed a microwave that looks look like retro, it's retro. And, it, and there was a coffee maker that was designed that way. There was a radio and they yeah. were all that aqua color. And I was just like, I wasn't into that color, but seeing this motif laid out, I was, I was digging it. So yeah. I, I like what you described. I think it sounds cool. You know, I'm wondering what other things that just, even though they're functional, just the shape of them says something, yeah. right, about what they are. Even simple things like, what, what an iPhone that was just spray-painted silver? I mean, it would just be a rectangle. <laughs> it would just be like a weird-looking puck. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it wasn't the best choice. <laughs> uh, sometimes I have to go back to the well. Hi, gang. It's Bob. I go back to the well so often, I've worn a path. But that's okay. I learned from my friend Gert Garman not to get married to my ideas. Instead, she told me I should just date them. As funny as it sounds, that advice has served me very well. It's fun when Nick and I get to compare artistic notes from time to time. He helps me to think a little bit differently than I could on my own. And that, my friends, is worth the price of admission. That's all for this episode of The Dose. Thanks for listening. <laughs>